0: At Luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington, and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group, were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and condition supply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun
1: fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free, anytime, anywhere.
2: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Stager. i plugged in episode, I believe, seven of High School Hoops. I'm super excited to bring this episode to you and talk about scrimmage in. But before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Dr. Dish. Um, they have sponsored us um, through 2018, so we really appreciate them. Um, but more important, we appreciate the product that they offer youth coaches, high school coaches, club coaches, whatever it is. Um, you know, I believe that that integrated system that they have, that management system, that website and the apps makes it second to none. Um, you're not going to find another system. And if you know anything about muscle memory, shooting is muscle memory. You got to get shots up. Um, you got to get them up moving and doing different things. But Dr. Dish is the answer for you. Um, because they are sponsors of us, um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged. Next time you buy one, hopefully tomorrow, hopefully today, actually, I mentioned them and you'll get $300 off your next purchase. We would appreciate that. They have financing. They have all those kind of things that can make it work for you. So go over and check them out. Also, the weeks are ticking. We're down to probably a week and a half, maybe two weeks, um, until teachhoops.com prices increase. So make sure you go over and check them out. 14-day free trial. You won't see better prices than you're going to get right now. So go over and check them out. Um, and then make sure you subscribe and like. I think you're going to really like this podcast for Jake and I talking about scrimmaging and uh, high school co- high school coaching. So, All right. Episode six of High School Hoops. Uh, before we get started on this week, I'm going to talk. We talked about tryouts last week and picking teams. I wanted to talk to you, and I said we were going to do it in the next episode, about after you make your cuts dealing with parents because that's one of the big issues we talked about on ttubes.com is upset parents. So for for coaches out there that are making cuts or having to do it from larger schools, um, I think a good rule of thumb is I've expanded it to the 48-hour rule. It used to be the 24-hour rule. Um, So I tell the kids before tryouts that, um, you know, here's what's going to happen. Here's how tryouts are going to work. Here's how I'm going to talk to you about whether you make the team or don't make the team. And then after I make the cuts, there is a, In like I said, in the old days, it was 24 hours, but now I'm old, it's 48 hours, that I will not talk to you or your parents for 48 hours. After that, we can have a conversation, as many conversations as you want about picking the team in tryouts, but we're going to wait for that 48 hours. Um, and I think that's really important. I think it's important for me to process. It's important for the parents to process. I think it's important for the kid to process. Um, it has taken care of a lot of the issues. And then when I when we do have that meeting, if we do, and we've had a handful of them, I make the kid come and I make my assistant coaches come because they were there at the meeting too. Just so we're making sure we're having, you know, because sometimes it's sometimes the parents need to vent. I get that, but sometimes um, the kids need closure, and we just want to make sure what what was said in the room with me and my assistants is reiterated, and that the kid what the kid's telling the parent and what the parents hearing from the kid, we're all on the same page because. Um, I think that communication aspect is lost. Is that the way? Well, how'd you do your tryouts?
1: Well, you know, for me, it was never about you know about cuts. We never, I've never had to cut a kid in five years of coaching in a small high school. Uh, it was really about the the aftermath. You know, right. about it would be two to three weeks into the season, and the junior senior seniors not playing a lot, and he or, he decides to quit because he's not happy with his playing time, and right. the parents angry about that you know it it was never about cutting you know it was really about the aftermath of it you know everybody thinks when they when they join the team that they're going to get lots of minutes and i think it's really important to over communicate you we always talk about on t-tubes and right unplugged we do things is over communicating i think you got to be honest with with players you know early on right away when you start your roster where you see them uh, because you're going to have some guys, you know. I brought up some sophomores years past, even a freshman that are playing a lot more than a senior, and they just think that they're going to play because they're a senior. Yeah. And it's always been that way, and and uh, that's a huge thing. And then you start to lose numbers, and you lose those role
2: players, and yep. And it just starts to just de escalate for coaches in smaller yep. communities. So I think I think for a future episode, um, this will be a tease for people. I think we should because I have a whole thing about how we do roles and stuff. So I think. Maybe we do that mid-November, mid-December about how how we kind of affect effectively communicate roles because I do them throughout the season. So I think let's put that let's put that in our long-term memory. Even though no, you and I are getting older, and we'll do we'll do one on all of roles. Yeah, right? and okay. the the big thing is that high schools look
1: completely different from where everybody is. It's not right. going to be the same for everybody.
2: Yeah. yeah. so um it's it's gonna look different And, yep. and the politics you- and the parenting and everything is a little bit different. So yep. So all right, so what's this week's what's this week's topic? I got us off topic, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: it's all right. Um, you know, uh, you know, after coaching for several years and uh it, there's always certain ways to approach scrimmages and, and takeaways as a veteran coach and from my experience to your experience, I think it'd be really great to talk about how we look at scrimmages, what we what we've done in the past, things that have worked, what what we look at to see um, that we can help help our our teams grow after the scrimmage and the best best things that we can do as we attempt uh, that time that we get to have with our players during that time we, they're playing.
2: So yeah, so I I usually scrimmage about a week and a half after my roster. I mean maybe a, it's probably a week since my roster has been chosen is when I do my first scrimmage. Um, and it's interesting. I use it kind of in different phases. Um, I, I tend to use who I think my core group is going to be for that first game. I try to experiment with that group. Um, but then I also try to experiment with other kids in different situations. And it's, it's probably the math teacher in me a little bit that I'm trying to di- – I'm quote-unquote using different combinations. Um, so it's a probability term. But I'm using different variations of kids to see how they mesh. Um, in a, yeah, in a, in a, quote unquote game like situation, it's not the same as a game. <laughs> no. Um, officials aren't a, the same as a game. Parents aren't heated as a game. Sure. Um, but you can see execution. You can see how people work with each other. Um, I think some of those things make it, uh, effective. What's your thought?
1: Uh, I said, when I, when I, look at my notes here, I said, try different lineups, uh, see how yeah. certain players respond. Uh, uh, what, what does playing time really look like in your rotation? Yep. Another big thing is don't try to do too much. I, I wrote down, <laughs> try, try to work on a simple few things, you know, get with your staff and say, all right, what are the few couple things we want to be really good at before we get to the scrimmage? Right. I think you can you could build on that. If you try to throw too much at the kids early in the season, in the scrimmage, you treat it like a game you're not going to. So maybe you just want to be able to run your offense and play good man-to-man
2: defense by your right. first scrimmage. Yep. You know. Um, yep. It's like you can't let the scrimmage dictate your lesson plan or your practice plan. You can't. It's like you have to say, okay. And, and this is where it's really important. And you and I have talked about that. Coach, I hope you're enjoying listening to High School Hoops. Brought to you by other great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial right now. That will be going away sooner than later. Um, Resources, videos, it's Netflix for basketball coaches with a real person on the other side to help you. So go over and check it out. Also, if you're listening to High School Hoops, we're making a special discount for the high school hoopers that are listening to this. Type in school in the discount code and get 10% off for the lifetime of your membership. Can't think of a better deal. All right, let's get back to High School Hoops spreadsheet i kind of did but you yep. you got to kind of map out the year um and it's hard trust me because you want to adjust but it's like what do i need in for the first game because what you have in for the first game or the first scrimmage is not what you're gonna use in january it's like things adjust so i think it's really important you're gonna know, even go to office max or something office depot or whatever and get a one of those big calendar things if you want and start ripping off things and and put them in um but you just got to kind of map out where, you know, here's where I need to get this in. and wh- when Because we- to be honest with you, everyone that's listening to this probably knows who they're playing and probably knows what their opponents are kind of going to do. So it's like, oh, God, this team's a press team. We better have a press break in before we play this opponent. Well, this team probably won't press us. We'll talk about it, but we don't have to work on it like we do with this team who zones us. Um, and I think coaches don't. Don't map that out, especially in the first three or four. But by the time you get everything in, it doesn't matter. Um, if you only do two things, then you don't have a problem. But most of us do more than just two things so that we need to become effective at them. Uh, So what does your your formatting look like for your scrimmage? You have played multiple teams. You play one team. uh, So here's how we do it. We we start – so people are listening to this. We start late in Wisconsin. We get done the third week in March normally, and we start the second week somewhere in November. So uh, I usually do my tryouts, and then I'll have my team pick by Wednesday, um, and then I'll go for a week, and then we will scrimmage the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um so a lot of teams will go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then have a scrimmage on Saturday. We're not ready. <laughs> um because I've been doing tryouts. I've been trying to figure out my team. I haven't wor- been working on stuff. So we're not ready for a scrimmage that quick. So that's why we do it and we don't have school on that Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's kind of it's a uh day off for us because of uh, parent teacher conferences. So it's a perfect day. It is literally one of the worst practices of the year. Um, for the young coaches is usually the Friday before winter break and the Wednesday before Thanksgiving tend to be our two worst. And then you could probably throw in final exam time for us, but those three times tend to be the worst practices of the year. And I'm old and I don't want my blood pressure to rise anymore. So I know I will get them focused on a scrimmage the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I know that I will get them, you know, we do something else before winter break. So. It's like, you know, I, I don't expect a lot that for I, I mean maybe that's maybe that's me getting old, maybe I should expect more, but I just know what it's like for you know, last
1: for for, for huh? coach for coaches out there getting adjusted to whatever state they're in or country right. and so forth. You know, it depends on what you you you're thrown into. So, when I first started, I didn't really have a choice. I, I got the scrimmage that I had when I got assigned and you know, I, my game was 6 or 7 days after our our uh, after a week of practice. And after a while you get to kind of lo- learn the community and so forth. So like small town, rural Wisconsin, you know, people like to go hunting. So it was a big issue about going deer hunting and this and that. So as I got into the uh, program after a couple years, I was able to have more choice. And when we started our scrimmages and so forth. So, you know, you have to also be aware of, uh, how the, how the schedule works with your athletic director and kind of say, you know what, I, I agree. Um, after two years, I was able to uh, postpone my first game until after Thanksgiving, which was huge. You know, and I was able to do like a Tuesday or Wednesday before Thanksgiving to do my scrimmage or, or go somewhere else to do that and just made it made life so much easier uh, because it, it is really hard to do seven days and then be able to have a game. It's, it's just it's almost impossible.
2: Oh, it's impossible. So, yeah, it really is. Um, so what else, anything else for scrimmages? What else do you have in your notes? Uh,
1: I, 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 it depends on what you want to do. The one thing I, I've, I've have had some success with younger teams is, um, I try to simulate what a game would be like, like before a game, you know, um, there will be times, whether it's one of the games, if you are only having one game or the second game is how, how does the locker room look like? And, and try to make some situations in those games, very game-like because it will eliminate some of the stress as the first game goes on. In, in the game. I think there's some benefit to that. If you can take some moments within your scrimmage time to make it very game-like, you know, treat your timeouts like you normally would treat your team timeouts in a game. Maybe get to we get to the locker room, talk about some of those different protocols of how you do things. I think if you can get able to teach some of those things in, in that time, I think it's really beneficial for uh, a team because that, that first game it hits, there's a lot that's going through those young players' minds. So, you know, getting the warm-up down a little bit and, and how we stretch. And if you need something, all those things, if you can be able to manage some of that stuff during your scrimmage time, I think that's really huge too. I do too. And I, and
2: I think, um, yeah, that's why we go on the road. Cause I want to do the whole bus thing. <laughs> I want, I want, cause I can practice the home routine easier than I can practice the road routine. So that's why we go on a bus. So they figure out how the bus works, where you kind of sit, how it kind of works. Um, so I think that's why we, I agree. You, you want to get a routine down that they kind of know. Um, that makes it easier for everybody. I agree. Uh, anything else, coach, on scrimmages?
1: Uh, you know, and I, I think it's really important to have a, a wide variety of teams that you play. You don't want to go out and play a really easy team and you don't want to play a really hard team. But there are benefits to playing harder teams. I, I talked about this with other uh, coaches, and, and it doesn't matter what sports you coach, you play better teams. You're able to see how the good teams expose you and you can see your weaknesses a lot better. Right. And you can really, really grow from that. Right. Uh, and so I think it's important to play some pretty good competition and you gotta have, but you don't want to go out and get blown out by 30 points by every team. You want to find a nice balance where you can be, um, have some success, but also be like, huh, we got our bucks kicked against this team. And I, I, and now I know why, but you right. can get some over, you can really get, when you play really good teams, you can see your, where your, your vulnerable points are going to be in the season and, and you can, and you can adjust from that, you know? And yep. then you you know, you get some close games, you see how they grind, or uh, you drop a set play, you see how they're able to do that. So I think a balance of who you play is huge, too, during your scrimmage times.
2: Yeah, I think style of play is really important, too. Like, if everyone in your league is running up and down the court, don't go get a scrimmage with someone that's going to grind you. You know, you you want to make sure that you get the right type of team in there, um, which is harder sometimes. But, you know, I think date is important, and I think – um, style of play is really important. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. Um, make sure you go over and check out t com. Make sure you subscribe and like, like I said last week or two days ago or whenever it was. Um, I like, I like showing my wife the reviews, showing her that people are actually listening to these podcasts. When I sit in my office for three hours and do these, uh, she knows what I'm doing. So, over and leave us a review we'd really appreciate that um and then make sure you go over and check out our sponsor dr dish bye-bye
0: sports social podcast network it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land